Hi, and welcome to the Dewing Grain podcast. Dewing Grain are independent and local grain traders. From seed supply to harvest movement and storage contracts, they can offer you the best strategies to achieve the highest prices for your harvest. Each week on our podcast, we begin with the Dewing Grain Market Report, giving you up-to-date information and analysis, followed by the Farm Chat, where we catch up on agricultural issues with a guest or two, whilst occasionally sampling a beer, Andrew's favourite bit. So let's start with Andrew Dewing with this week's Market Report. The Market Report for week commencing 26th of June 2023. Now, this is going to be a bite-sized Doing Grain podcast because we have got a lot going on. Everyone thinks we don't start work until harvest, but the reality is if you run a store, you have to empty it. And encouraging the people that own the stock in your store to move the stuff is sometimes, you know, you can be calm and casual about it. And other times you kind of get a little bit more urgent. Well, now it's kind of like red hot urgent and it's not moving quick enough. And we're a little bit nervous about that. But there's lots of other stuff going on and the market is absolutely crazy weather market still continuing to go up. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to reel off a load of prices and then I'm going to like make a little breaky bit so we get an advert in there for whatever we've got an advert for. And then I'll come back again. It'll be me and I'll just kind of run on a bit more about generally the stuff that's going on in the marketplace or in the world. Oh, by the way, the plan this week was to go on a crop inspection tour and I had it all lined up for yesterday. A helicopter ride round was very exciting. I was going to be up there like a news reporter looking down on everyone's fields going, oh, it's a bit patchy down there. Oh, it doesn't look very good over there, but look at that. It's not broadland marvellous and stuff like that. And unfortunately, the weather threw up some thunderstorms potentially about. So we're actually going to still go up and do a helicopter tour, but we're going to do it kind of second week of July, just before the combines roll, by which time we'll all know what's going to happen anyway. And hopefully it won't be raining. And yeah, I'm looking forward to the excitement of going up there and being nosy, looking at everybody's crops and looking at people's gardens and stuff like that, you know. Anyway, so market. Uh, wheat, old crop wheat has benefited greatly from the massive rise in new crop prices. So a lot of people who have got stores, who've got their wheat they were planning to deliver out, are able to buy back their old crop stock for a very big discount to new crop prices. So if the futures which closed, I'm recording this on the Thursday night, 209.50 or 209 in that region, that means if you can buy delivered July wheat 187, you're 22 pounds under the new crop price. So it's kind of like cheaper than you're going to buy harvest grain, probably. So it's securing very good quality wheat. All right, you might have to mix a bit of old crop and new crop, which is a bit risky with bugs and stuff. But largely, it's such excellent quality. It's a really sensible grown-up thing to do. So that's why old crop's gone up. The actual reality of people trading it, nah, farmers are not really addressing that issue. There's a few bits and pieces getting done, but now the market's moving up again, no one's selling anything. And we're still going to end up with that place at the end of July where people have to move something because harvest is staring at them and they haven't got enough capacity or room to put the stuff. But anyway, there's nothing new in that. It happens every year. So old crop wheat's gone up. There isn't an old crop barley market. It's done. But new crop feed barley prices and old crop malting barley prices are, you know, that's the point. You've got a very, very bullish malting market. So I think we'll talk about malting barley now. What's happened with that is there has been a significant drought in Scandinavia a big supplier of spring malting barley, and Europe has got itself a little bit nervous about that. Supply was tight anyway. I'm going to touch more on that after the advert, but largely the price has been very rampant on new crop. So consequently, no one sold old crop stock. They're going to carry it into new crop because there's much more money for it. So if you put a value on new crop malting barley, round figures, X farm, £250 a tonne. 
which means harvest time it's going to be in the region of 225 230 pounds a ton i would guess into store something like that which is great because it was a lot worse than that a few weeks ago as you know New crop feed barley price is trading at a £20 discount to wheat. So if we go to the new crop feed wheat price for November is 196 and therefore the feed barley price for November is 176 Harvest is a very big discount for barley. So if you wanted a harvest value for feed barley, it would be somewhere in the region of 160x. So if you do own a store or have got capacity to store it, that is a very obvious thing to do. You're going to pay for your storage standing on your head, just holding it for three months. So that's the feed barley side of things. The feed wheat market, I've given you the price, 196 That makes harvest value somewhere in the region of about 185 something like that. So these are prices that are £20 pounds higher than what the market was only 10 days ago. It's been a very dramatic rally. Is this the rally to end all rallies? Is it going to keep going and going and going and have the proper £100 a ton? Here we go. I still don't believe that, I'm afraid. I think this is a bit of a selling opportunity. I think the crop that we are facing is big, but we'll again, we'll talk about that in a minute. So prices, I've given those to you. The carry between November and May, and for those who don't know what carry is, forgive me for teaching grandma that suck eggs for those that do, but each month that you hold on to grain is called a carry. Nowadays, if you are carrying something from November through to May, you've got to take into account, even if you haven't got an overdraft, you've got an interest amount that you can be earning, which probably amounts to something like a pound per tonne. So you'll have six pounds worth of interest coming your way, which is worth a lot more than that if you've got rid of your overdraft. You've also got a difference in price of about eight to ten pounds a tonne, probably a ten pound ex-farm carry for wheat. So the futures is showing eight, but ex-farm prices, you know, are pretty aggressive. And I think at the moment, merchants are paying more and more and more money and they are getting a bit punchy with some of their prices. So sometimes you can kind of like offer stuff, say, look, here you go, here's a couple hundred tons. I'll offer you at this, which is five good above what they bid you. It's the sort of market where sometimes somebody takes a flyer and pays it. So if you kind of know what you want and your goal is 210 or something, you know, then go for it. The first month that you can make £200 a tonne for in the coming harvest is February. So that's a real massive improvement in prices. So if you didn't do anything first time round, I suggest possibly you step off and do something because this is rallying on the back of weather somewhere else and it is a big crop. At this moment, it's a big crop coming our way. We have got rain, we have got sunlight, we have got a big crop. Anyway, oilseed rape, 340x for harvest. Today, the market's taken an absolute pounding. President Biden has apparently announced that he's reducing the necessity for biofuel inclusion. So soy is off 34 cents, rapeseeds off about 16 euros. You know, what can I say? Well, I think Mr. Biden said something to the effect of, look, you know, I'm going to reduce this because I'm not going to live long anyway. So I don't really care if the world floods and everybody dies. So off you go. And I've got a few people who, I've got a person in particular who criticised me for agreeing with our little friend Greta the other day. I've got to say on that particular issue, if anyone can't see that mankind is having an impact on the climate, on the earth, you know, poisoning the oceans, etc., then they really are dim. I think that the reality of Greta's delivery is very bad and, you know, her marketing isn't superb and some of it's a bit extreme. You've got to understand mankind is simply too selfish to do what people are asking them to do. But the necessity to do something will become greater as and when we face the real problem with it. My point is she will be proven to be right, I believe. I don't necessarily believe that she is right in the way she presents it or the way some of her counter-revolutionaries also make their point. But uh, underlyingly, it's about the argument, not about how they do it. 
as I don't get argued with because it's edited for me, that's like me saying that out loud. So there. So with that, I shall say thank you very much. Enjoy the advert and I'll be back in a moment. Thank you for listening. Please remember that any decision to trade on this opinion is yours. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio in Norwich. We are a creative agency specialising in graphic design, websites, digital marketing and SEO services tailored towards local and small businesses, a design agency you can trust. Get in touch to inquire with our friendly team today on 01603 728 978 or head over to our socials at East Coast Design Studio on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay, I'm back. The key things in the background of the market that we need to be analysing. I mean, there's so much stuff going on. It's really, really interesting. If you're a proper grain trading anorak, it is massively interesting. And it's all weather. Weather, weather, weather. Um, all right, and then there's possibly a little bit of politics. I think Zelensky's just announced to the people to get medicines ready because Vlad's going to attack the Zakralicha nuclear power plant. So, great. Anyway, so it's all about rain. No rain. Not enough rain. Not necessarily too much rain. So, it's kind of like we need rain. And we've had some. Scandinavia still needs rain. They've had a little. They've got some more coming. The forecast says they're going to have some in the next five days. That's going to help the malting barley market. It's Illinois, kind of key corn areas that have had no rain and are in trouble. And next week's crop report will come out saying, you know, the crops got even worse and good to excellent is reduced and poor to very poor is increased. And that market will be reacted to by the market. So it's a very bullish market. But there is or there appears to be rain in that forecast for the states. El Nino doesn't mean a dry Midwest necessarily. It normally means there's rain coming through. And once it rains and the crop starts to grow, people will feel differently about it. So it is a weather market. And I think that key, my belief is that will get rain in the next fortnight. That will change direction. In between now and that rain coming, you've got the Mad Hatter's Tea Party. People are speculating on charts, speculating on what happens next basis, their own personal beliefs about whether the world's going to end or not. So it's totally a crazy man's paradise. It's fantastic fun if you get the right side of it and utterly miserable if you're the wrong side of it. Europe is okay with recent rain. You know, largely Germany, France have had some or plenty and they are now in a good position. It's filling the grain. That's a great thing that's happened. Yep, Scandi hasn't had it. And the biggest impact of that is the spring barley. I mentioned that earlier. Spring barley markets have rallied 60 euros. And this is for sort of 185 nitrogen. So it's put pressure on the UK maltster to pay more money because they're competing with European maltsters who are saying, oh, I needed to get some cover. And the Danish aren't selling it. So where can I get it from? And consequently, our prices have improved. And I think our spring barley crop looks okay. I mean, I didn't get the helicopter ride, but I do think the spring barley largely is okay. And if it rains, like it says it's going to I think it'll carry it I think we're going to have an okay crop I'm not totally sure where the nitrogens are going to be don't think it's going to be a low nitrogen year but I think we're in for a decent crop the actual production in Europe has been written down as spring barley by about half a million tonnes. So that's where the nerves are jangling. And if there's any problems with the weather when it comes to harvesting time, that's when it could really kick off. So malting barley is probably one to just sit tight on because, you know, if you watched the test match the other day where who was most likely to win and it swung in England's favour when they took the eighth wicket, it ended up being Australia that won it. But it could go either way. It's a real sort of nail biter. And I think on your side is probability that there's damage definitely done and there's less supply and there's plenty of demand and Spain needs lots of it 
Yeah. Let's say that I don't see it dropping very much. It's like having a free put option almost. Yeah, so let's talk about the UK specifically has had some decent rain in the west, which is no good to man the beast because there aren't that many crops over there. But the east, north of the Wash, have had plenty of rain. Scotland's catching up. East Anglia have had bits of rain, but not really amounting to enough. So there are nerves and, you know, some people got four mil, some got 16 mil. And like, you know, like any good bloke, it's a measurement thing, isn't it? So, yeah, mine's bigger than yours and therefore my crop's going to be fantastic. You're round. So malting blood prices are higher, no sellers, quite rightly. Maybe weather improving, that's one to watch. If the weather really starts to be nice and you feel very confident about your barley, you know, selling stuff at 250x for November is a lot better than selling it for 190x for November. Wheat, I think, is going to be a big UK crop. Let's talk about the UK. It's going to be a big UK crop. Yes, there are patches. Yes, there are issues. But it looks really well from the road. Two weeks' time, I'll find out what it looks like from the air. A little bit burnt off and a little bit full of black grass here and there. But good. All seed rapes potted up. So anything that actually did make it to maturity is going to do okay. Um, But the problem is not that, is it? If you look at the prices of rape, especially with this drop-off today, back down again, below cost of production, the risk is too great for people who had what happened with the crop being decimated by flea beetle. So where that one goes, I don't know. I mean, the jury's out. North Norfolk's had an okay summer and they'll be okay with it, but the price is pretty rubbish. Harvest is three weeks away. So that's for the earliest stuff of all, I reckon. So 15th, 16th of July is when we'll probably see the first sort of feed barley six rows coming in, depending on weather. There is some hot weather and some wet weather in between now and then. I would say that's the earliest we'll see anything. I don't expect to get busy until about the 20th. What else can I tell you? That's about it, really. The market is doing its thing, getting towards the end game for the 2022 crop. It's been a brilliant year. People had fantastic quality. That made life a lot easier. It's nice not to have niggles and, you know, probably ergot was the biggest pain in the butt this year, but largely nitrogens were good. Proteins weren't so good on milling wheat, but the premiums were superb. And the millers had to work hard to get their quality grist. And feed wheat was 80 kilo weight, and that's just a dream, isn't it? So that made life easier. Uh, Oilseed rape, yep, yeah, it's... It was everybody's friend with fabulous prices now it's not and it's had a difficult season the only thing i think left for me to say is as a future store we still have 19,000 tons of people holding stock in our stores penalty rents for futures there's a letter going to go out on the 1st of july telling everybody what it is depending on how nervous i am about space and how harvest is coming at me will depend what i do it's my choice as a storekeeper to put on there what the hell i like and i've always been reasonably fair on that but we've had 40 odd thousand tons move which is ahead of schedule so 19,000 tons to go i think we're going to see the bulk of that moving in july looking at the behavior of the guys who own it and, and where they've been selling it so i think we'll be clear of wheat don't think we'll be clear of barley because the molsters just simply filled themselves up with other people's barley and left us with too much but yeah so it's penalty rent time i think and that's always exciting when you're a future storekeeper with that i think that will do for this week so have a fabulous week i shall see some of you if you listen to this on monday morning the 26th i will possibly i'll see some of you at 2 p.m this afternoon monthly for our little podcast walk so the what three words feel sunbeam swarm And 2pm, we'll kick off and wander into the crop inspection area of some of the best malting barley land in the world. With that, have a great day and a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to get updates on new episodes and when they are released. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram 
We are at Dewing Grain. Call Dewing Grain on 01263 731 550 or email info at uk. The Dewing Grain podcast is produced by East Coast Design Studio, a full-service creative agency specialising in websites, digital marketing and branding. Get in touch to inquire with their friendly team on info at eastcoastdesignstudio.co.uk.